Coming to you from KCO Studios, it's The Balcony Show with Ann Thatcher, Bo Summer, Mike Roy, Donna Gallucci, and me, the Mad Cat. We have searched the globe for the best in indie music so you don't have to. So here we go, The Balcony Show. in far away places, sing with love and good vibes. Just keep an eye out for just what's coming. It might be a surprise. I love, love, love our new intro, Mike. Just Thank saying. you. Roy and the Secret People, check them out. Anyways, <laughs> on today's show, we have a female-fronted band called Bullet to the Heart. They are kind of bringing the Victorian thing back. Vampires, everything is cool. She's going to be on. Audrey Queen is going to be on the show to talk about their new album, Death, Oddities, and... Otherwise, the Chronicle of Mad Cat's Dating Life. (laughs) (laughs) Death, Oddities, and Romance. There you go. So, yeah, you're going to want to stay tuned for them because you're going to love, love, love this music. But first... Oh, yeah. Apparently, we got a new segment here, folks. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Here we go. I, I'm kind of wary. Yeah. Mike, you are should you ready? be. Knock, knock. Who's there? My esteemed colleague, Mike Roy, and I are going to bat these things back and forth. And, well, another I'm, dating tip I'm, right here from the balcony show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Really? <laughs> We're professionals. Wow. Well, yeah. You have my full support on this one. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, here we go. Uh, Knock, knock, joke number one. Uh, knock, knock. Who's there? Uh, Jamaican. Jamaican who? Jamaican me horny. <laughs> oh, God. Um, oh. I remember that one in the first grade. Yeah, I was going to say that. That's but then I was sitting there eating paste, you know what I mean? Eating paste. All right. All right. Uh, knock, knock, joke number two here on the balcony. Knock, knock. Who's, Who's there? there? Dozer. Those are who? Those are the biggest breasts I've ever seen. Oh! <laughs> oh God. See, are, these, are, these, are, these, are these pickup lines? I just want you people out there to understand. We, I have to put this disclaimer in. This is not an exercise in male misogyny or anything like that. No. Our esteemed leader, yes. Ann Thatcher, <laughs> picks this stuff out. We males do not. This is a very female-driven show. We are show. forced to read yes. these. Yes, she sits here with her damn bullwhip and bullhorn and screams at us. Yes, she does. All right, so with that said, knock-knock number Who's three. There? Who's there? What are you guys doing? I'm not ready oh, yet. Oh, my. All right. So, knock-knock. Uh, Who's, Who's there? there? Hell, hell the dick. Hell the dick who? Jesus. I, I, I held a dick and the wind blew it for me. Oh my God. Wait, what? Oh my God. What is the matter with you? What is, wait, can we say that? I don't know. Yeah, we said worse. Really? Yeah. How is that spelled? Exactly how yeah, it said. It's Helda. Oh, Helda. I wish like a down. name, like a Helda. Yeah, like a Helda. Like my name is Helda Dick. Yeah. All right. Knock, knock joke. Oh Number four here on the balcony. Knock, knock. Who's, Who's there? there? Do you want two CDs? Do you, you want, want two, two CDs? Who? who? Do you want two CDs, nudes? Ah, <laughs> man. Ah, that's cute. I like that one. That one's not as bad as no. the ones you're getting. Yeah, yeah. Mad sure. Cat. Why are you getting yeah, those mad cats? Because right. he went first. <laughs> yeah. Let's just get number five out of the way. <laughs> CDs. Uh, knock, you knock. CDs. Who's there? <laughs> Baghdad. Baghdad who? I'd love to see you Baghdad butt up. <laughs> <laughs> What is the matter is with bad. you? This is bad. Bag that butt oh, up. Oh, man. Well, at least we'll, we'll, we'll end it on a, a less. Yes, bring us home, Mike. Okay. So, number six. Knock, knock. Who's, Who's there? there? Madame. Madame who? Help madame fingers stuck. <laughs> see how see how yeah. mine are way more tame than yours? Yeah. yeah. I'll be Why mindful that, of that the God. next time. Mike Roy. Oh, there you go. Now she's like challenging. <laughs> oh, now seven. she's on the warpath. Yeah. Right. Here we go. Dan's going to be up at five o'clock in the morning, scouring the dark web. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to get things started tonight with the song Cocaine by Machine. Take a lesson. A listen. Take yeah. a lesson. Yeah, take a lesson. Oh, don't don't take any lessons, lessons from us. No more yeah. lessons from Anne. <laughs> take Please. a listen and we'll be right back with the rest of the show. It's been a long time since I felt you. Yeah. 
Welcome back to the Balcony Show. We are very excited because we have Audrey Queen from Bullet to the Heart on the phone. Welcome, Audrey. Hi, thank you for having me. So our listeners just heard the song Revenant, um, which is a really cool vibe. You guys, you really bring, you're, you're, you're kind of taking, not for lack of better terminology, like the macabre kind of thing, but mm-hmm. you're making it like relevant, you know, to what's going on now, I think. Can you talk about Revenant a little bit? So when we were writing our EP, Death, Oddities, and Romance, I definitely wanted to create a collection of stories. So Revenant's specific story is about a vampire. Um, It was originally supposed to be about lovers, but at the last minute, we got my brother to play the lead role. So I did not feel comfortable uh, with (laughs) being lovers anymore. So I was like, all right, guys, switch it around. Uh, That's my sibling. So uh, it turned into I sired him into a bloodline, a sire line of vampires who are at their core monsters because that's what vampires are. They're sexy, but they want to kill and they want to lure their prey in. And um, he kind of gets sired in and then gets fed up with being sired. So he's like, hey, you know, I can just go out into the sunlight and just kill myself. So that's what he does. And obviously my character is very upset about that. How cool is that? And, you know, there's a big trend with um, communities of vampires right now, too. So I'm sure that this plays to some of that also. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. I, I, I love the whole vibe of it. And I wanted to make us look very Victorian, very old looking um, with also having that modern take on like the vampire style. So it was a lot of fun to film. 
You make, you make my heart so happy. I just got to say that. <laughs> I love it. Well, I'm glad. <laughs> and B- Black Widow, which is absolutely my favorite. I love everything about this song. The vocals, uh, the the guitar, everything about it. So Black Widow, give us something about Black Widow. So um, it's this has happened to me many times before, and I know it happens to other people, especially women. You're at the bar and you're trying to have fun, and there's some creep at the bar that's hitting on you and wants to buy you a drink. Um, and you just want to off them. So... <laughs> Is he telling knock knock jokes? Yeah. <laughs> so wow. I was like, when, when I was writing this story, I was like, okay, she's gonna be a female assassin. She's gonna be like a spider, and this bar is gonna kind of be her web. And the um the bodyguards in on it, the bartenders in on it, and then you have the mastermind that is kind of like has the targets, and it's like, okay, lure them in, take care of them. We'll we'll take. Care of it and they set up the bar afterwards to lure another person and so i wanted her to be this very um sexy figure and just to lure the we we got this lead and we we went out and we were like we want to make you look like an 80s porn star so you look really creepy um so people don't feel bad for you so that was like the whole vibe with black widow and when i was writing that i was like when I heard that baseline, I was like, this has to be like sexy, sensual. This has to be like down gritty, like back to my roots vocals, which is very grungy, very like growly. So when I was writing that, that I wanted to create and depict this whole story. And I, some of the stuff is um, you talk about challenges, I think with mental illness and of course, addiction and those kinds of things. But I think that the way that you deal with these topics and, death oddities and and romance it brings something new to the table and i like that thank you so how did you get the name bullet to the heart and how did the band start so um draven and i have been in a band since 2014 we started off in our band bulletproof and um two of our members left and we were like you know bulletproof is very generic we have to come up with a different name um we found new members we played a show um where brian was alone with his guitar and backing tracks so we approached him after his set and we were like hey are you looking to be in a band we're losing our guitarist and he was like yeah i i want to see your set i want to see you guys have to bring to the table so he watched our set and our bass player happened to actually be there as well but Brian joined first. We didn't have a bass player. And then Brian brought up, he's like, hey, I have this friend I used to play with. He uh, played guitar, but now he can play bass. Can we bring him in? And he auditioned and it fell into place and we became this four piece. And then I wrote the song called Bulletproof. And one of the lyrics is, um, uh, took a bullet straight to my heart. And Draven was like, what if we were bullet to the heart? And I was like, oh yeah, that." is a really great name. And then we came up with our fan base, the bloodline, because we didn't want, which is really cool. I was just going to mention that too. You know, thank you. Yeah. We, we didn't want to do the whole, like it bullet to the hearts army thing. Like everybody's. (laughs) So we're like, generic. Um, so we're like, Hey, we'll do the bloodline. And, and that's kind of how we got our beginnings and started in 2017. Wow. All right, well, let us take a break real quick here, and I want everybody to hear this song, Black Widow. And um, so you're gonna wanna you're gonna wanna go get this. I guarantee you, once you hear this, you're gonna wanna go and download it. Go to Spotify or all your major listening platforms. I guarantee. Bullet to the heart, Black Widow. Take a listen, and we'll be right back.
back on the balcony show right now. So I got to ask you, uh, what are you guys planning on doing as far as like, uh, use that tours planned? Are you guys like moving around doing that stuff? Yeah, absolutely. So we are preparing um, our first, our next show is July 9th with Gemini Syndrome at Topfield Saloon in Braidwood, Illinois. And then we'll be back with them on July 11th at the Hobart Art Theater in Indiana. And then we got to hustle it out to South Carolina because we're going on tour with Texas Hippie Coalition. Um, we're hitting the East Coast from July 13th to July 23rd. Ooh, where? <laughs> oh my gosh. South Carolina, Virginia, Tennessee, Pennsylvania, and where in where Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania? Yeah. You're speaking you're speaking to our state now. <laughs> um let me let me pull up real quick. I posted it in the chat with Draven and I, so I have all the dates. It is in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. Oh, what's the date? What date? July twenty second. Yeah. That's my birthday week. That's awesome. No. Birthday party. What's the venue? It's a. Uh, it's called uh, Love it's Drafts a Brewing. That's a Saturday. Sounds cool. to me like I'm gonna have to put my devil horns on and. Uh... <laughs> oh, that, <laughs> might be, that might be a balcony road trip. Yeah, that's doable. Yeah. Road trip. Road trip. We, we love to support. So we'll then take a little bit of a break, and then we're gonna go back out with Ingve Malmstein and Glenn Hughes. Nice, wow. really cool. Mm-hmm. I actually yes. just heard that awesome. Glenn is now he, Glenn yeah, is not in Dead Daisies. No, He's doing John, something else. They brought John Karabi back. That's yeah. right. Yes, yeah, so that'll be August twenty eighth to September sixth. Very cool. And that, really, and where can they find all this information? Um, so if you go to our Facebook page, we have a link tree. Um, usually the Facebook is going to be the one that's going to keep you up to date on the shows. Okay. But if you hit the link tree, you can literally go anywhere that we are. I mean, we have so many links like Patreon, Twitch, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter. Cool merch well. too. Cool merch. Yes, merch, merch as well. We just got uh, one of our best-selling t-shirts, the Heathen Tea. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> if you didn't get that, where it's back in stock, we're hitting it on the road. So, yeah. Well, I look I look forward to much more from you, um, Audrey, Queen. This is just the beginning, and you guys are just really killing it. So I want to thank you for taking some time and talking about uh, the album and telling us what you're up to and what can we look forward to in 2023. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Let's uh, let's spread the word. Absolutely. Get the blood flowing. Get the blood, the blood flowing. Hell yeah. So we're gonna, uh, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna end things tonight with the song "Graveyard Lovers." Is that from personal experience? I want to know. <laughs> um, no, you know, I really like Tim Burton, so I based off of his Corpse Bride. Ah, because I had a dude take me out one night and ask me to have sex at the graveyard, and I'm just saying, when oh. I was- <laughs> Bro, I, I would like, have lost my mind. I, I'm like, no. You know what? It it wouldn't have been creepy, I don't think. Well, yeah, it would have been. If I would have known him, known him, but I didn't know him that well. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that was one of those things where I was, my mind was like racing. I got to get the heck out of here. So, I just wondered <laughs> if it was from experience, but glad to know it's from Tim Burton. I'm a fan of yeah. his, too. And, <laughs> and the movies. So, glad to know that. Anyways... Thank you so much for spending some time with us here, Audrey. And I wish you nothing but the best. And we're going to try and if all of our listeners out there, you're going to want this music. I guarantee it. Please go to their Facebook page. Give them a like. Give them a follow. And watch them because their star is rising. That's for sure. So any final shout outs? Um. Thank you guys for having me here. I really appreciate all the support. Really, I do. Okay, thank you. Good night. So we're going to take a listen to the final song, Graveyard Lovers by Bullet to the Heart. We'll be right back with the rest of the show. Carry on.
Hey, this is Mitch from Silent Theory, and you're listening to The Balcony Show. Mad Cats, Mad Tracks. And on today's Mad Cats, Mad Tracks, we have the song In Love With The Enemy, and they are a Reverb Nation selectee. The band is called Koizumi. So give it a listen. Here we go. Secret fight in the dark of the night. It was just you and I, and no one else. of Mike's Music Box. Inside, you're going to hear some stories of the macabre, the paranormal, and the strange. So stay tuned, if you dare. I love that. Hello. I'm glad you love that. I do. I, if you dare. If you dare. Yeah. I dare. <laughs> Welcome to a new edition of Mike's Music Box. Tonight, we're going to be just delving into a little bit of the old Jim Morrison archives here. Love Jim. Yes, yes, yes. And for those of you who are not familiar, which I'm sure, I don't know who you would be, but he was uh, <laughs> the lead singer and legendary frontman for the band The Doors. Um, so anyways, besides all the escapades that he had, he ultimately died 1971 in Paris, France. And there was a lot of mystery revolving around how he died, who he was in contact with, um, even if he was really even there, or maybe he's still alive. I mean, there was so many rumors going around. 
at the time he was set to go and record again with the doors and he just, you know, they even were wondering if he was just trying to get out of it. But, um, so as everybody knows, he was buried in Paris, France. He was buried in this, um, super popular tourist attraction, which housed Oscar Wilde and a bunch of like amazing, amazing artists, uh, writers, uh, everybody from, from that realm. And, but his obviously being Jim Morrison was such a tourist attraction. They said it would actually, his tombstone would attract about a thousand people each day at the site. And in the beginning, a lot of hangers on and kids and stuff like that would just party in the gravesite. It was open to the public 24 hours. <laughs> so they would graffiti is, you know, put graffiti everywhere, basically desecrate all the surrounding graves. And uh, the French government actually put a stop to that. And they even considered moving Morrison's grave at the end of its lease. Fast forward in 2001. They did not. Um and so basically this story revolves around this guy. In 2009, there's a story that made headlines everywhere. At the heart of the story was a rock critic and photographer named Brett Meisner. So in 2009, a photo was released of what appeared to be the possible ghost of Jim Morrison behind Brett Meisner as he stood in front of the grave. Um, the picture had been taken, I believe 10 years or so earlier, but it wasn't until one of his assistants was going through his old photographs that noticed this ghostly figure. And it just started to take off around the realms of the photography world. He had it checked out by different photographers and they all, uh, I guess said it was an actual, you know, it wasn't a fake. It was real. There was no, no trickery involved. Um, so going back to, uh, to Meisner, he said after he had released the photograph, he called it a curse because as the photograph made its circulation, a lot of Jim Morrison's fans would start to visit his house with messages that they wanted to give Jim Morrison, figuring oh, he had some kind of tie <laughs> if Jim Morrison appeared behind him. Um, so he was, he basically just, his house was intruded, his lawn was intruded all the time by hangers on and, and crazy, crazy fans. And so after calling this a curse, it wasn't until um, 2010 he would, Meisner would then pass away in his sleep. And so people, I guess, just assumed that he was, that it was a curse and he was a part of, everything had gone wrong in his life in one year from 2009 to, till he passed away in 2010. His pets died. Uh, his best friend died of an overdose. Wow. Um, hmm. th everything was going wrong for him. So it's just, uh, you know, if you believe the power and spirituality within, you know, photographs or, you know, animate objects. It's something to think about. But uh you picked something up in that graveyard. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> and who knows? So anyway, so thank you for listening to this episode of Mike's Music Box here on the balcony and stay tuned next week and we'll have another subject matter to talk about. Good night. And now it's time for indie radar with Bo Summer. And favorite topic. On Indie Radar this week, guess what we're going to talk about? What? Metadata. Yay! Yay! Metadata. Metadata. Please, oh, metadata. Oh, blah. I can't even tell you. Yeah. Well, I, I was doing some research about metadata and I came across something. It's very interesting. Never even thought about it. YouTube is soon going to be adding song credits, which I guess they haven't been. Or maybe it wasn't mandatory. No, no it wasn't mandatory. Um, so I guess that might be changing in the very new, near future. And I believe that there is some option at this point that people can put in their metadata. Um, so for anyone who doesn't know what metadata is, it's the underlying information that's tied to a released song or album. ISRC code. You got to know. You should know what your ISRC codes. I mean, there, I there's artists that... Um, that don't have the metadata set up properly. When you're when you're um releasing a track and you are looking to digitally distribute it, you know through DistroKid or whatever the other options are, and you you need to give the credit to the writers, to the musicians, to whoever, so that if that song out in the universe is making any money or potential 
money. No one's going to get paid if your metadata is not right. And what kind of stinks about this whole topic is that the industry um, in general, there's really no standards uh, for how the information is collected, how it's confirmed, how it's displayed before a song is actually published. So there is, even in that respect, the standards of that, there's nothing truly in place yet. So sound exchange, you should go there. You should upload the information because the sound exchange is the one that goes, some of these like DistroKid and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, they only go to certain areas. Yeah. Sound exchange does everything. So if your song is playing in a bar, yeah, you get that stream. And if you're an ASCAP member or, you know, some of the other, you're not going to make any money. You're, you're not even going to know how to get your money. Right. If you can't get your metadata straight. So just wanted to bring that to everybody's attention that YouTube, you're going to, so if you're uploading, you know, a lyric video because you have a new release out, you're going to now have that option to put in all that song credit information. So that's, that's actually a good thing. But I think in, in general, lost opportunities yeah. with lack of metadata, I will yeah. tell you. And lack of knowledge about I, it. And, and the that's radio a shame. stations I deal with, they, they're getting to the point now, they don't want to hunt your metadata down. They're mm-hmm. not going to do it. And no matter how good your song is, if your metadata isn't on point, it's, you're you know get what I mean? passed on. You get passed on. Yeah. And that, so good point. Well, I'd like to remind you that the Balcony Show is proudly produced right here at Keiko Studios in Penn Argyle. So hit them up for all your musical productions. It's time for the spotlight portion of our show, where we showcase new singles from returning guests. And your host is Donna freaking Galucci. <laughs> hey, here we are again. Hey. hey. Donna what are you doing over there, Donna? What is happening? Doing okay, doing okay. <laughs> that was a little different. It was like, man, see? Yeah. I'm Donna Gallucci, see? <laughs> You're not going to catch me, copper. <laughs> I send a car after you, see? <laughs> Who was that? Who did that? It was, uh... I can't remember. Uh, what was his name? Oh, uh, my gosh. Famous gangster, black and white. Oh, yeah. Oh, was it James Cagney? I might have been. You dirty rod. Yeah, you dirty rod. You rat. killed my you brother. Something yeah, like that. Ooh, that yeah. was so good. <laughs> you like that? You like that? You dirty rod. Anyway, so everybody on Spotlight today, we are going to feature Silent Theory's new song, What Are the Odds? What, what are the odds? What are the odds? Yeah, really? really, what are they? Never play the odds. <laughs> <laughs> well, but this band, they have been cranking out hit after hit, really great, great music one track after the next for the last several years. And this song is no exception. Um, Heavy hitting song, relatable lyrics, awesome vocals, and a great chorus that just gets stuck in your head the first time you hear it. I really think it's a great song. They're a great group of guys too. Yep. And there's also a great video for this song. Um, So check it out on YouTube. And you know what I love about this band? A lot of their songs, they do acoustic versions of, and they, they record a whole new video for that and put it up on YouTube. And it really gives everybody a different perspective yeah. of, of the song. You know, you come away thinking different things they got from the, the same going. exact lyrics. Mm-hmm. It's just the delivery yeah. and it's a whole new song. So really, really cool. There is an acoustic version of this song with a video as well. And uh, they actually have a lot of uh, cool live shows coming up. So check them out um, on their website. Check them out on their Facebook page. And we are going to feature, like I said, their new song, What Are the Odds? Silent Theory.
sure the outcome would have been the same. Welcome back to the balcony show and we've come to the end of another really great show. Thank you to bullet to the heart. Can't wait to see where they go. Uh, Audrey queen, you're killing it. These songs are, I love the vampire and the, the whole gets my vote. every yeah, time. I know. Yeah. She, but they do it well yes. and there's a difference. Yes. So I can't wait to see what this band does in the future. I gotta but- try to remember do that road trip to go see them. There's yes. a difference. What do you mean? There's a difference. What? I don't do vampire. Well, you know what? And- I didn't, I was Talking about you know me. I mean? Wasn't talking about you. I'm abused. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um. <laughs> what do you care? You don't know where we are anyway. That's true. I don't know. <laughs> Not a clue what's going on. No paperwork today. No paperwork. Like, you know. But the paperwork. The paperwork. I need the paperwork. Uh, on that note, we're gonna end things tonight with the song "The Lights." By Bright Eyed and Blind, one of my favorites from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. If you're out there, go check them out. Tell them the Balcony Show said hi. Yep. Woo! So, good night, everybody from the Balcony Show. We will catch you next week. Bye bye. Peace.